This week, I'm joined by Jamie Valancourt, and she leads our mobile product here at Outfront. Hi. One of the things that comes up a lot is what our mobile product actually is, how we should be selling it, and sort of what are key points people should be talking about. So the first thing we can do, Jamie, is have you describe your role at Outfront. Sure. Um, I am Director of Mobile Product Management, and I manage a small team of mobile specialists. Quick shout out to Kate, Kirk, and Jess. Um, I report to our chief product officer, James Price, and the team is basically tasked with educating sales and sales support on our mobile capabilities, strategizing around client campaigns, uh, processing orders, reading reports, and really anything associated with our Outfront mobile products. Obviously, today we see a lot about uh, the symbiotic relationship between people's mobile devices and out-of-home, but when Outfront was bringing on our mobile product, how did it come about and what was the rollout process like? Sure. So um, as I'm sure you've discussed with others on this podcast, um, mobile advertising and mobile location data have proven to be very important to us in the out-of-home industry. Uh, Every year we see new studies around how out-of-home increases online engagement, whether it's organic and earned media through people taking pictures of -of out-of-home and sharing it on social media, Um, people searching a brand after seeing it on out-of-home, or increased engagement with online advertising associated with out-of-home. So it simply made sense for us to offer mobile targeting to complement out-of-home directly. Um, All of our mobile products also are location-targeted and location-data-driven, which reinforces our position as a location media company. So when we think about that our mobile product has been around for a few years, and how far the industry has come in those same few years. Yeah. You know, where do we where do we start when we first launched it and mm-hmm. where are we now? Sure. So first we started with proximity targeting, meaning we define a geographical location, uh, where the audience spends their time and serve impressions within those areas. And we can do this by dropping a pin on locations like the latitude and longitude of out-of-home assets, for example and creating a radius around the area anywhere between 0.5 miles and larger. And we've seen that running mobile advertising alongside out-of-home increases the performance on mobile engagement and online engagement in general. So we typically run them at the same time and determine the best places to target based on the client's goals, uh, target market, target audience, creative messaging, etc. And while it's always great to target out-of-home directly, we're not limited to out-of-home only. So we can geotarget store locations, competitor locations, high-indexing zip codes where the audience lives, and really any location in the U.S. I think that's super interesting because when we think, we think creatively, we talk about going beyond the billboard, but it's something that extends to all of our offerings and in mobile is no different. So thinking about how we can reach people with our message, but then ensure its impact in an even bigger and stronger way by retargeting them and reaching them again via mobile. And one of the things you just mentioned is that with mobile, we see an increase in performance above traditional benchmarks. Yeah. So on our network, we're generally seeing an increase in click-through rates, about 30% above average performance of mobile advertising, and about 60% increase in clicks on our hosted landing page for secondary actions. And actually, there was a study done uh, a couple years ago by Oceans Outdoor and an organization called NeuroInsight. And uh, they showed that people were 48% more likely to engage with a mobile ad if they had seen it on out-of-home first. 
and there have been many studies since then. So uh, Facebook, for example, actually released a study just this past summer that found combining out-of-home and Facebook ads made both media formats more effective. So it's not too surprising that we're seeing these higher performance rates. One thing I think is important for everyone to know when we are talking to our clients is that mm -hmm. the targeting is happening in-app. So it's, you know, it's not there in their Chrome browser on their phones, but it's really we're in apps where we know people are spending their time mm -hmm. and are already engaged. Yeah, absolutely. So of all mobile time spent last year, 74% was spent on mobile. And of that time, 90% was spent in apps, which is why we focus all of our mobile advertising in the app environment. And we work with over 100,000 apps which we are consistently reviewing to make sure that they have the best performance, um, there's no fraudulent activity, and checking location signals to make sure that they are accurate. Our products were actually third-party validated at 94.5% accuracy um, for serving impressions to the locations that we intend to serve, which is really important to us. So what does that look like if you walk through that process and partnering with apps and getting it all set up. What, is, what does that look like? Okay. So if a smartphone user enters an area that we've geotargeted, we can only serve them an ad if they are actively using one of the apps in our network. If they are actively in an app in our network and we can verify the accuracy of the user's location, we will serve a mobile ad uh, of one of our clients to them. We can then track any engagement on that ad, any secondary actions on our landing page if we are hosting the landing page, which is totally optional. Um, and we can also offer extended reporting beyond that, just beyond clicks. So um, best performing days of the week, heat maps that show the zip codes that received the most engagement, as well as tracking store visitation if the client has a physical brick and mortar location. I think that's amazing, especially when we think about that. When we first started, the only thing we could offer was geotargeting and thinking about our own inventory and hitting people twice, we'll call it. But like we said earlier, the industry has come a long, long way mm -hmm. in, just, in just four years. So how are mobile products advanced then, and what else can we do today? Yes, absolutely. Um, early on, we offered basic proximity targeting, but now we offer location-based audience targeting, and this is using very recent location visitation data to create audience packages based on where people spend their time in the real world. Um, and this data is from the past 30 to 90 days. So we only initially offered behavioral audiences, which would include audiences like parents, millennials, luxury shoppers, frequent travelers, sports enthusiasts, the list goes on and on. And these are basically anonymized user IDs we've classified as certain audience types because of their real world visitation pattern. Um, so we have over 100 behavioral audience segments, and now we have expanded this to include specific brands and brand categories. For example, uh, you can target a brand category like quick service restaurants, which would include anyone that has visited any brand that falls within the quick service restaurant category. Or you could reach people that have been to a specific QSR, like a McDonald's in the past 30 to 90 days. And as I said, the smallest area that we can target those audiences are zip codes, um, and we have best practices for how to handle um, that type of targeting. One thing I think you just mentioned, and I know I've heard a little bit within our office halls and walls, is that we also now have transit audiences. 
that is, as a company, a huge investment we're making with our live boards. So when we think about those transit audiences and being able to reach them and retarget Yes. Outfront sells advertising in most of the major transit hubs around the country, which is why we started precisely mapping some of those major hubs. And that means that we have transit audience packages now. And these are smartphone users that have ridden the, the subway systems, again, in the past 30 to 90 days. And the transit hub audience packages we currently have available are Atlanta's MARTA, Chicago's CTA, Boston's MBTA, Washington, D.C.'s WMATA, and San Francisco's BART systems. We are also currently working on Phoenix and New York. We've talked a little bit about results. We've talked about where we're rolling out and all the growth that's happening there. And I think it's a very exciting time to be thinking about mobile and out-of-home together. Both industries are surging in their own rights, and together they really do that much more for clients. But what does the reporting look like? So if I'm an AE and I'm selling mobile to my clients, mm -hmm. a very natural question is, Does it gonna, is it going to work? What are the results like? But another question that comes up is, what am I going to get back? Yes, yeah, so we have different levels of reporting. We have weekly reporting, extended reporting, and audience insights. So our um, weekly reporting is basically your uh, standard metrics, impressions served, clicks, CTR, secondary actions, uh, secondary action rates, um, and then the extended reporting is what I touched on a little bit earlier, which is um, best performing days of the week, heat maps that show the most engagement um, and the areas of most engagement. But the thing that I'm most excited about and what we rolled out just this year are our audience insights. Um, so this means that we can report back to our clients the types of audiences that engaged the most with their ads. We can tell them their behaviors, their brand affinities, and even their demographics, um, and including store visitation. Uh, so, and this is not limited to uh, just location-based audience mobile campaigns. We can run these reports for any proximity mobile campaign as well. That's great, and I think this gave a really comprehensive overview of our mobile offering that should help everyone who listens to this episode take this to their clients, have a better understanding of what we offer and what we can do in this space. Before I sign off, I just wanted to call out one thing. With our mobile offering specifically, we do have a disclaimer, and that is just that Outfront does not guarantee results or end user activity and engagement with respect to Outfront mobile network campaigns, including, without limitation, the click-through rates, the secondary action rates, or increased traffic or visits, customer interactions, commercial properties, revenue, or ROI. So we talked a lot about results today. They are what are very often the standard standards of what we see, but we cannot guarantee them for any clients, and we just want to make that very clear. So as always, thank you to everyone for listening, and thank you to Jamie for joining today. Until next time, over and out.